Basement Booker's Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. It's your boy, Basement Chair, the reigning, defending Basement Champion, which basically means after the pay-per-view, one of us gets better than the other one, and that just so happened to have been me. How dare anybody choose against the Rhodes Fellowship? Speaking of Rich Larez, how are you? Welcome to the Basement Booker's <laughs> Podcast. I'm former good, bro. Basement Champion who has had a streak going. Once and future champion. Thank you. Uh, I'm good. It's fake news. I'm glad you're good because you're also fake news. You will not be a future champion. All right, because come Royal Rumble. Right, that's next. I get right. That's got to be it. Rumble or Chamber? I think Rumble. I yeah, think, th- yeah. They're already I, announcing themselves. I think Chamber is like, yeah. There, uh, Cody Rhodes has indeed announced himself uh, for the Royal Rumble, and I assume you too have announced yourself for the Royal Rumble. Is that true? You're are you going to make this public now? Or are you going to wait? Or I think I'm going to wait a little bit. Okay, so I want just, like I want them to wonder if if I'm if I'll be in it. If you finally come out of non-retirement, right? You know, I might be that NXT guy that's going to be in that uh, U.S. title number contendership tournament. You never know. Well, you just buried the lead. Um, <laughs> now, now you're gonna now it's gonna you're gonna have you're gonna divide the fan base because now it's like well it'd be great if he was in the Royal Rumble because think about what he could do there and then I'm like yeah but he is he even ready for like what the Royal Rumble entails wouldn't like the United States Championship uh blim blam wouldn't that be the best move for him it's like I don't know and then there's some on that it's like no man after Royal Rumble come do this and but what if he's doing both what is the likelihood of that? Now that's out there. Now I've done something terrible. We've both done something horrible. You know, we've promised something that may or may not happen. And I don't apologize for that. Unapologetic. Unapologetically, <laughs> Jer. That's right. Uh, speaking of apologetic, uh, Rich Riz, CM Punk, he's back. Uh, something that was never thought to be happen. Um, at some point, CM Punk came off as a guy who thought he was too good for the WWE. Uh, would you agree? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? What is that? Too good for the single <laughs> most successful wrestling promotion in the history of the world. What? I mean, look, the guy came off pretty smug uh, back when he was on the, uh, you know, the panel that has like Paige and uh, Renee Young at the time. Uh, yeah, that show. What um, was that called? Uh, yeah, WWE Fox thing. And yeah. um, I think Christian Cage was on there at one point. Like he guessed maybe hosted or something at one point. He was still Christian. Yeah. Yeah, but he he wasn't like making fun of dead dads yet. So yeah, so the point was that like I felt like while he was on there, 
I don't know if he was trying to run an angle, like trying to act good, like enough to make it so like convince the old man to like try to get him to come back to have him wrestle Seth or something. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I don't know if you remember those appearances, but he it really did come off like he was like too good for, you know, wrestling and stuff like that. Like maybe him and Seth were doing like a low key like you know trying to get an angle going. You know, mm-hmm. well you know like you're you're gonna act that way when you're on the uh, performance enhancing substances that um cancer man phil is on which as we know is fart sniffing right uh for people that don't um on that are new can you explain what you mean by cancer man because this way because you know that's a really charged word you know a lot of different connotations with different people you know what i mean what do you mean by that let the so in, in in particular uh calling him cancer man refers to well let's say second of all i'll come back to first of all second of all seth rollins calling him a cancer in, in an interview recently which had to either part of a work or part of seth as you said trying to start uh an angle phil stay away stay away you cancer get away from me but yeah the entire end of CM Punk's uh, AEW story, all that drama, him just not handling himself professionally. Uh, when you have a veteran, and we we know he is a veteran. He like he's been out of it for ten years, but he was doing it for 10, 15, I don't know how many exactly years before that. He is a veteran. Uh, when you have a veteran that just doesn't handle his personal life in a professional manner when in a professional setting such as during a press conference backstage with uh other members of the talent with junior members of the talent that you're supposed to be setting a goddamn example for you're not good for the business you are a cancer where do you get off? In my bedroom, mostly. There you have it. That's thorough. Thank you. Okay, if you don't know the a- what that. the AEW drama was, just go back a few episodes. Go back a couple dozen episodes. We talk about it. Trust me. You won't hear about it here because there's an NDA. So uh, they can't talk about it. I, I don't mean here, right. but like on there. TV. Like yeah. they won't... Um, both sides can't mm-hmm. so that's kind of interesting i mean honestly i think that's smart on tony khan's part that protects the company from literally everything so what did you think of his first promo back which uh from what i understand was cut for time uh for randy so uh, if that's what the rumor is on the uh x mm. So, if you want, you can read it if that I'm, you have it. I'm look. I'm looking at my notes on what he said. Uh, the only thing particularly of note that he said is that he said everyone's welcoming back with open arms. Well, almost everyone. Obviously, that's an illusion. Illusion with an A, not an I. 
to Seth and his, uh, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, I kind of had the same reaction, but that's okay. That's how you react when you think you're cancer free and it just comes back, you know? Uh, So as far as the rest of the promo, now I didn't expect him to say anything about AEW and, you know, like even if there wasn't an NDA, I like he might've alluded to it. He didn't. But so that aside, no, I'm here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Not, not, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Uh, kind of a reference to it, but it's also kind of just a mission statement. Also, obviously, his money ran out, so he's hungry. He doesn't look hungry. I, I, he he does. I'll, I'll say this: he actually he does look like he's in, but. So I'll say better shape than when he was in AEW, and I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify that right now in AEW. Like he he looked a little like on the skinny side, maybe a little like frail. He looks like he's bolt up, like put on some chub, but it looks like it's healthy chub. I think he actually looks healthier now than he did just a few months ago in AEW. He hasn't had his shirt off. What do you mean? Like, what are you basing this off of? facial appearance you could see in the face and the neck the arms i don't know i i need to see him what his shirt off for sure is i need to see the shirt off to make comparisons man i need to know what's going on i hear you or um, or maybe just seeing him with the shirt on he looks better than with his shirt off and that, yeah it could be entirely that i don't know you know what if i was him i would have put on like 200 pounds you know and then just have like the comeback you know what I mean? Just document that. Like, bum-ass Corbin, but for mm-hmm. real. You know? It doesn't get more bum-ass than, like... Punk-ass punk? I guess. It's a little reductive. Uh, <laughs> it's a little reductive, looking back. Yeah, I mean, they'd be a real professionals. Uh, you know, Gravy over there and on SmackDown, he didn't seem... Uh, like anything's going on there, he's just there doing business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's he's a he's a new he's a dad again, and you know he's got things going on. He's not worried about all that stuff. Uh, good for everybody there. Um, so the rumors around is that eventually, of course, the tribal chief will stack Phil, but like for right now, that's not till later, maybe. Mm-hmm. It could be like the tribal chief could be the face and they could turn punk heel, you know, or punk could just be the heel. We don't know what he is. Actually, he's just a guy who's come back, you know, right now. I need a I would need a very, very good reason to cheer for him. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be him and Seth uh, first, maybe do night one WrestleMania. You know, Phil can get his main event, his WrestleMania main event. He never got to do it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm him, that's what I'm doing. I'm getting that right away as soon as possible. Because even if it's a multi-year deal, you don't know what could happen when you're, when you're him. You know, like, the, bad the, things always seem to happen around or to him. You so. know, I know you said uh, you never know what will happen when you're him. But it sounded like you said when you're hip. And uh, that just... Is another potential injury for him? 
yeah, I mean, it is possible. I mean, Hogan's had his issues, and, you know, he's wrestled more times than there is days in a year. That's right, brother. Uh, brother, 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 brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to that. It's about time, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I that's why I wanted him back is so Roman could pin him. I want him pinned by the tribal chief, so we could just keep things going. So he's got all these credible people, like they just been beaten. So you can't just be like Roman Reigns and CM Punk while Roman Reigns, because mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen. Okay, you're going to have to kiss the ring, and that's the way you do it. You know what I mean? Question on the timeline. Just because yeah. I, I don't exactly remember, and I could probably relatively easily Wikipedia this, but, you know, that's why we're here. So, sort of. Uh, what, I don't think there was any overlap in AEW with Punk and Cody, was there? Briefly? I wanted to say briefly. If I think I'm pretty if, if sure there... I saw a photo or something of them hugging in the ring or something. Mm-hmm. But I think briefly, like all right. So if, if there was on screen interaction, it was limited. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure could be wrong. But I think but not enough to wrestle. You know what I yeah. mean? Not like, oh, yeah. you know, maybe they, they he was welcomed there, you know? They I didn't don't know. touch, as they say. Guys, if we're if we're wrong, let us know down in the comments below. Yeah. So, I mean, other than the allusion to Seth and saying he's not here to make friends, he's here to make money. I mean, if anything, that says that he's going to be an asshole backstage here, too. Um... He really said a lot of words without actually saying anything. What happened? Yeah. He really, other than the statements that he made, like I said, the, the allusion to Seth and saying he's here to make money, not friends. He said he's changed and that he's home. He's changed cha- changed from what? Changed from what he was originally in WWE to Cancer Man or changed from Cancer Man back to what he was earlier? Well, I think if he's acting like he's just been gone than I think from the last time he was here. So that could just mean that he's changed from what he was last time he was in WWE to what he is now a cancer. Yeah. Like what he was at the time when he left. Mm-hmm. So, cause I think he's doing Vince booking for his own career. It's like, well, if it wasn't here, I guess it never happened legally. Anyway, so can't talk. I mean, about that's it anyway. how I would do it. I would fresh start, new universe. I mean, back just pick up where you left off. You know, I mm-hmm. learned, I changed. I'm a different man now. I wonder if there's a time limit on this NDA because I am really, really curious what prompted Hangman to go off book. Because that that was really the catalyst. That so that as far as we have seen, that was the catalyst. Whatever prompted that. I think is the real, real catalyst. Uh, I'll speculate. And I think, you know, Hangman, just maybe he heard something or maybe he's friends with Colt and he doesn't like how CM Punk, you know, treats him or something or, and he thought he could just be a big man, you know, go out there and stand up, you know, because like he's going to confront who he thinks is a bully. 
And I think that's what happened. And I think and a hypocrite. Yeah. And so fucking what? Because it's about making money. Right. Okay. You guys are there. It's a job. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what that guy was brought in for. To put asses in seats. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have the math or the numbers. I don't know if that's helped or hurt them. But I can imagine you're not getting the same bump having Adam Copeland out there. You know, as much as we may like Edge. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just these two ain't equal. It wasn't the case in WWE. And it ain't the case at AEW. Mm-hmm. So, like, why? Yeah, Ed, like Edge was on top. I don't think Edge was ever really the draw in WWE that Punk was. The big money currently is Christian Cage. Yeah. So having Edge here as a foil is perfect. But mm-hmm. what? What about? After that, the eventual reunion, then then what's after that? Tag titles. Well, I was including that in the reunion. You okay. know, you head to the tag, you know, you get together, you go for the championships, mm-hmm. then you're the tag team champions. What? Then you're just, you know, you're gatekeeping the tag team division. Is that what you're doing? You know what I mean? Oh, and then yeah, you, no. what, you split up. One of them turns on the other and they just flip it and just keep on rocking. No, maybe they hold them for a couple months, uh, make a couple teams look good, and then they eventually drop to a young up-and-coming team that is good. Uh, Maybe when Dante Martin comes back, top flight. I don't understand the the hype for that team, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, you say that, I just think, like... Formerly known as AEW Dark, you know, just out there, just flipping around, you know, that ain't, you know, that ain't it for me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I want some, some Dudley Boy shit. You know, I want some, some edgy Christian stuff. I want some like Hardy Boys back in the Dizzy stuff. You know what I'm saying? I want that. I want that FTR stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I don't know why I went on that tangent. I'm sorry. I don't hate that tag team. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't see what the big deal is. You know, they, Because the thing is, they, on the microphone, their personalities haven't connected with the audience yet. They haven't had much of a chance to. Injuries have just plagued the two of them, unfortunately. Yeah, in the that is ring, the worst part. In the ring, they are a lot of fun to watch. I feel like they surpassed the Bucks. They, I mean, the the ring psychology is kind of similar in that there isn't a ton of it. And I hope guys like Malenko and, uh, well, Regal's not there anymore, but like, I hope guys like Malenko and Tully, if he's still back there, and Jake can like get their ear and really um, help them out and be like, all right, so you know how to work a body part, right? All right, so do that. Work a body part. They do great shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying they're not athleticisms, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm just, there's a lot. Uh, look, look, man, Circus Soleil, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, you know, like, let's go. Like, I get I'm it. Sorry. Like, there's a lot I... of people that could do that, but you got to wrestle. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get and, it. You know, I, I know I can't do any of that shit. I'm just, mm. just, just so you know, like it's, it's pretty, uh, you know, copy pasta. You know what I mean? You can do it just if I yeah, go to create a wrestler, you know, just pick style number 47. There you go, you got it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There you go. Um, so mm. uh speaking of tag teams, um let's talk about a whole unit. Of teams, I guess. I guess damage control is a unit, right? Mm, mostly. Mostly. Uh, Bailey, you know, she took the L at Survivor Series War Games after. Despite, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I was going to say, I was going to jump in. Despite her best efforts at breaking up every single pin attempt on all her teammates, she finally got worn down. Ate a manhandle slam through the table, I believe, for the three. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, there's really nothing she could do. Um, you know, she felt alone. And then SmackDown happened. And mm-hmm. SmackDown saw Bianca Belair. She's out there on her own against the world right there. Mm. And uh, then the world came. And then... Came Shachi and Charlotte, but listen, mm-hmm. damage control was there, but Bailey wasn't with damage control because mm-hmm. no one told her because they were upset because the upper hand was not had by them because mm-hmm. Bailey wasn't around. So now, also Bailey Bailey started the War Games match, that's so right. she was certainly the most tired of her team. Well, yeah, she's got the most experience. I believe of her team. Um, if you were. probably Oscar. Oh yeah, Oscar. That's right. Uh, you know, out of the original Damage Control members, yeah. Before newly added Oscar, who you know, technically in Damage Control, but yes, like Bailey, you know, second most senior in there with all the experience, whatever. But she's the leader. She's mm-hmm. the role model. For now, mm-hmm. uh, I would think I think something's going on here. Uh, it was after uh, the main event, which saw um, Bianca Belair wrestle Kyrie Sane, but mm-hmm. they told Bailey to stay back there. Yeah, and they went out there, and then Charlotte and Shotzi were out there, and then there was shenanigans. Rich Riz. there was a leg pull. By the faces to counteract the leg pull by the heels mm-hmm. on Bianca. Only the faces, they ain't too good at cheating. And the referee, he's like, "You two guys, you get out, you get the hell on out of here. You're out of here." And then he turns around. He sees Oscar. He's like, "What are you doing here? You're all getting out of here. You get out of here." And then they're Just all out of there. Dancing. Yeah, like a crazy person. You get out of here. I love Oscar. Just get out. Mm-hmm. And then Bailey comes. 
I think she, I don't know if she came through the crowd, but she certainly wasn't spotted by the ref on her way down. Right, but she was there. But right. it was she wasn't there enough to stop what would happen. She Kyrie tried. Still lost. Yeah, she, she tried. tried. She, she pulled Bianca's hair uh, while the ref was checking on Kyrie. She pulled Bianca down by her braid uh, on the apron, and she's like, "Oh, go, 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 go! Get up there, hit the I thing." I would say that was quite foolish of her, which there is to do that. Because Bianca Belair doesn't like that shit. Mm. She may have she, angered she her. She powered up. I think she powered up and gave her just what she needed mm. to get the job done. So that's another mark on the ledger of Bailey. Mm-hmm. And also, Kyrie Sane lost her first singles match back. Welcome back, Kyrie Sane. It's a little confusing. She's a heel, but she takes the time to get her gimmick wheel to do the spinny thing to the people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, That's she's not just heelish. too friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, she's got to be stopped from like shaking hands with people and taking yeah. selfies with them. Mm-hmm. She's just such a good person. Mm-hmm. The the gimmick thing, it, it's still a little more over the top than it needs to be. I, I, the, the less over the top her pirate gimmick gets, the more I, I like love it. the pirate princess. Right. Guy. Like I, I like the concept of it, but to, tone it down. It's at 14. Let's bring it to like a nine or a 10. Yeah. All right. So it was at 14. Let's say it's a 12 and a half. Now it's got to come back more. All right. Well, uh, we'll just take those notes and just, uh, Put that down there. Now, here's my question. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. You might be asking, Jared, what could your problem be? Yeah. What? What? What's the problem? What's the big deal? Sure. Out with man. it. What is? What? What the? What? Your, what is your problem? What's well, the my problem, Rich. What's the matter with me? Is that War Games is supposed to be the end of the goddamn feud? And the first thing Bianca says, she's not done with damage control. <laughs> the re so the un she's uh, uh she said she's not done with damage control because she's coming for EO because yeah. she wants EO's title. True, true. So it's so it's more of I'm coming for the title. Okay. See, it, it, it's tough to be done with. Um, all you're not done with damage control because you're going after EO and damage control protects EO Sky, which is the championship's owner. Got it. Right. Nah. Had damage control won, then it would have been over. Like if Bianca would have come out and said, I'm not done with damage control, damage control would come out and said, uh, yeah, you are. You lost. Ha ha. Back in the line. I tentatively don't accept this. I tentatively don't accept this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying what you're saying is not what they're going with. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I don't accept. I don't. I don't accept. It might be what they're feeding me. Mm-hmm. But I do not accept. Because War Games is supposed to be the end. Well, as Billy Corgan once said, the end is the beginning is the end. Well... There is an end and a beginning. The end of the speculation 
as to who Shinsuke Nakamura has been cryptically referring to at the beginning of the Shinsuke Nakamura-Cody Rhodes feud. Bet you didn't think I was going to pull that out of nowhere. Hmm. Holy cow. And I did, Rich. Uh, so I think automatically every Japanese wrestler who's a heel has to miss, right? Like, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's how they make their intentions known. Um, the red mist chosen by Shinsuke, is, the, is, this, is, this, is, there, is there a reason for this? Is it because it's raw? Is it because this is a blood feud now? What's going on? Actually, this is pretty cool. So, basically, Shinsuke Nakamura is saying that his story is a mirror of Cody's story. Nakamura won the Royal Rumble, but he lost at Mania. Cody won the Royal Rumble, but he lost at Mania. He intends on taking Cody's story as his own so he could finish his own story instead. How's that for some compelling shit? I so I uh someone that watches more Japanese wrestling than I do, please let me know if I'm wrong down below in the comments. But I think that each color just kind of represents either a different part of the feud or just some other kind of emotion or aspect. As we know, some of them sting the eyes, some of them blind temporarily. Uh, this was, I think, just done as to send a message that I can hurt you and I will hurt you. Asterisk, even though he couldn't hurt someone with a broken back well enough to take their title in a what was it falls count anywhere match whatever yeah but yeah but but that's not neither here nor there because he's on cody now and cody's fully healthy and if he couldn't cody's a goddamn superhero yeah and it's like broken back and what's he doing going this is like that's what he's doing this is like the joker going after superman at this point you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh it's you're going after Homelander, maybe not Superman. We'll lower the power level a little bit. You're going after Homelander. Lower Doesn't the make moral any level sense. Too. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So, fine, I <laughs> guess. Could it be because Brock would wrestle Cody before he'd wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura? You know, they've got a little bit of a history. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, could be anything. Um, it doesn't really match up. Why the GTS though? Why would you do a GTS? Was it to like swerve everybody? Could be that. We uh, changed our mind. You're feuding with Cody now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hard to say. Could it could have just been part of the messaging? Maybe Shinsuke's just using it now. Maybe he got Kenta's uh, okay. Dude, or I maybe do. maybe he did it sort of just on a whim, and then they're like, "Listen, you can't do that because uh, we got a cancer coming back." Are you ready for like what could make like the internet explode? Yes, please. The next time AEW has to go head to head with NXT, mm. and it's not just that. Mm. CM Punk. <laughs> So CM Punk on NXT up against Dynamite. CM Punk versus Braun Breaker on an NXT. 
Can you make oh what? Well, oh, 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 oh. Ilya Dragunov versus CM Punk for the NXT Championship versus Dynamite. Can we get that? I feel like that's probably one of the uh, best. Mm, I don't. I don't actually want CM Punk to get injured. I just don't want him. See how I trapped you? You're like, he, Ilya, yeah. I don't want him near him. <laughs> But do I? So I, I definitely don't want Ilya to get hurt. If someone has to get hurt, I'd rather it be Punk. I want it to be Punk. Uh, punk disclaimer on the bottom: This is a comedy podcast. We don't necessarily uh, wish any kind of harm on anybody ever. Just so right. you know, uh, right? Real, realistically, I don't want anyone to get hurt. I, just, I, I don't want NXT time wasted on Phil. But they would do that shit, right? Yeah. Like if they had to go, <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Yeah, they would. Uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like they might not necessarily need to. I think I still think that NXT is in more ho- more homes being on USA than Dynamite is on TNT. I wonder what they're gonna do once they go to the CW. Like, what are they gonna do to launch that? You know what I mean? They always do it big. Mm-hmm. That they do. They're going to have to do when it's uh, it's not just that bonanza. They're going to have to pull out all the stops, I think. Um, that's what Dynamite, I Battle of the Belts, and uh, some some other thing that they do with, this, with the special name show. Arthur Ashe. Diamond Dallas Page is going to be there. And it's not just that. Stevie Ray. One half of the Harlem Heat mm-hmm. will be there to throw out the first pitch or ring the bell or something. Um, th- it's not just that. Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner, they're going to wrestle FTR. You know, don't even bother. Looking I'd at watch the- that. Yeah, I would too. Can they still go? Actually, wait, That's that wouldn't happen. Question. That wouldn't happen. Never mind. Like, there was some incident, Rick Steiner, and, you know, AEW tends to stay away from controversial people. Um, Yet, punk. For so long. Yeah, but not controversial and is with isms and phobes and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, it was a whole... Yeah, ju- yeah, just, yeah. just suing his best friend. You know how society is. They'll care more about, like, you being mean to somebody than, like... Suing your best friend. I cannot get over that. (laughs) Like, I just don't. It does not even. I just don't. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? If you're out there and you give me this podcast interview, right? And all this or whatever, like a rising tide lifts all boats or whatever. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, why couldn't you just like. How hard is it to like take your friend with you? I don't understand that. That just, that just blows me like apart right there. Like my head mm-hmm. explodes. I thought I guess they weren't that much close friends then. I guess it's just bullshit. Phil shit. It's Phil shit. There you it's go. Phil shit. Um, we don't want to close on a negative. Randy's back, and apparently there was a bidding war, Rich Torres, that we weren't aware of. I didn't hear any bidding. Yeah, not at all. It was basically mm-hmm. like, listen. Well, the bid, the bid was, I can give you a world title match. Oh, I'll give you the bloodline. 
which is like, well, that's kind of what I want. And mm-hmm. I can still kind of get a title match out of that. So Absolutely. It's win-win. Mm-hmm. And he RKO'd Nick Aldis. He RKO'd Jimmy Uso so hard that there's video online. He's mm-hmm. there while they're breaking down the ring. Like, he's just laying there and just rolling them around and stuff. They had to, like, move him off just so they could finish getting that off and just left them there. That's great. That's good sell. Uh, He got got back at him. Uh, He definitely got back at him, Randy did. Mm -hmm. And uh, now he's after all of them. And... If they wanted us to believe it, though, they would have brought out a stretcher and brought him out. Uh, Paul Heyman. I got to talk to you, brother. No one can hear you. He's out there. The crowd is going crazy. Mm-hmm. How are you going to call Roman Reigns and be rude as fuck to him? Because then you're going to be going to him. What? What? You're not going to be able to hear anything with them screaming like that. What are you doing? So that'd be another way to just be like, I'm going to call, just go, I'm going to call Roman Reigns. They know what they mean by that. Don't be like, call Roman Reigns and let everybody know you're calling Roman Reigns because we know you're not calling Roman Reigns. He's not going to hear you. So it's not even that. It's call Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think if you don't say it the right way, it'll just not get it. Yeah. He has to get it exactly. So something I noticed today while watching SmackDown. What's was that? in a way, Heyman is the way he delivers his promos now is a little more of a caricature of himself back in the day. You know how wrestlers talk and in wrestler speak, there's always a pause to let the fans absorb what you just said, mm. which is where they start inserting the what's, right? Yeah. Now, Heyman does something similar but different. He simply talks slower in every sentence, not necessarily leaving a noticeable gap, just overall slower. Oh, I thought it's because he thinks we're stupid, and it's really helpful to me that he does that. So it, that could <laughs> that could be part of the reasoning why he's doing it, but it's interesting. Like it doesn't quite leave room for a what, but I don't know. I noticed it today, and I'm I'm still kind of just because obviously he's been talking like that for a while. I just No, I like I just like really realized it and said, wait a second. This isn't how he used to talk back in the day. Mm. So I wonder if someone said something to him. I wonder if he if he's given a certain amount of time and he just he's like, Okay, say less in this amount of time, how am I gonna do that? I just drag it out a little. Well, sometimes you gotta evolve. Maybe you mm-hmm. want to evolve, you know? So uh speaking of evolving, uh, Richard Riz, this podcast, it's a mystery. yeah, actually, yeah, evolution is technically a mystery because, uh, of course, Motorhead, that's right. Um, it, it is, I and 
That's right, sir. And this podcast is rated off for really closed, I think. Um, Rich, what a what what wow! Wrestling has been great to us, and mm-hmm. uh, it's looking forward to more of that at what Puck does and what he doesn't do, which he's going to be on SmackDown apparently next Friday. So. Yeah, next Friday. That's also the tribute to the troops episode. That's true. Interesting that they're actually going to do a tribute to the troop. That's actually like a show to watch. You know what I mean? Like usually it's pre-taped, you know, or some such. Yeah, well, they're not actually going overseas anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're not. They're not. They're not going mm-hmm. overseas anymore. So. They're going to like Fort Bragg or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if it's Fort Bragg. I just that's the only one that came to my mind. You just brought a fort. All right, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's it's better than the fort that I was going to bring in. Rich, there is. So thanks, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming to the podcast. Um, help. Yep. So thank you guys for liking and subscribing and listening. Thanks for being here. Comments below. Let us know what you thought of Damage Control, of Cancer Man Phil, Randy's return, speculation on any and all of those goings on. Will Bailey be kicked out of Damage Control? What Or will it just be... I don't know. Just let us know what you think. Uh, and with all that said, Jerry's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Ah.